Get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. Uh. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back to the episode 118. <laughs> like, you don't know. Welcome back to whatever this is. <laughs> it was funny because I was trying to figure out if I'm at the split moment. Like, am I going to say episode 118 or episode 118? I don't know why. At that moment, I just started fucking shit up. But anyway, welcome back to a weird, weird issue to have. I know, man. It, yeah. Yeah. Shit. Anyway, yeah. So we're back. Um, busy week, man. Um, the last final week. That we will have a black president and the orange face man. Uh, uh, <laughs> you make him sound like a uh, old boy from Jessica Jones, right? Right. <laughs> like the orange man, right? The, uh, AKA old Kilgrave ass nigga, right? Right. Exactly. <laughs> AKA orange is the new whack. AKA uh, orange is the new whack. <laughs> Donald Trump. That is, okay. I think that needs to be like the tagline, Orange is the New Whack. I love that fucking shit. Dude, I love I, that. I actually typed it earlier <laughs> on Twitter, and I think we're going to make it a hashtag. And they I'm slept gonna be, on it. I'm really going to see if that's the only am They I slept only, on it. We can make that pop. I'm about to see. <laughs> nice. I'm, I'm actually looking on, on, on Twitter now <laughs> and seeing oh, if, shit. Uh, if that's a, uh, a tag. <laughs> Orange is the New Whack. <laughs> I hope nobody else has typed this before. Oh, I mean, I think, you got, I think you got that. I think you got that. It's It's <laughs> been typed before in reference to uh, Trump. Damn, people are good. So I'm putting um, that on the shirt. I got it. Yeah, you. yeah, you got it. Anyway. But um, so this episode, we, uh, <laughs> we're, we're in a situation right now where the inauguration is for us tomorrow, but for you guys listening, today. it's today. And um, I thought this would be a good time to discuss... I guess a lot of the shit that's gone down over the course of the past couple of months and uh, play a little bit of feedback and just kind of like discuss what we can expect going forward, uh, what we've dealt with over the course of the past couple of months since the election. And just kind of like, it's going to be like a largely, I think a largely political episode because I don't really have much outside of that to talk about. Which is not a stretch. We've done it plenty yeah, of Yeah, we've done before. it. And, so, you know, we got, I think it's fitting for this week. Yeah, and we got a fairly uh, a decent amount of, of listener feedback to play and respond to. And then I think that coupled with our thoughts on what's went down with uh, Trump and the politics over the course of the past couple months since the election and with the inauguration being tomorrow slash today, uh, we, we got a little bit of shit we're going to talk about. So I, I feel like it's probably going to be a largely political podcast. So if you're not fucking with that shit you might not enjoy this one but i mean we're gonna kind of like fly by the seat of our pants and see what we have uh we have talking what we have to talk about so um do you have anything you wanted to discuss before we get into it like any uh regular shit dude so i'm a i'm i'm back in school this semester boring Uh, let's talk no right (laughs) it it, it, it really (laughs) is dude so uh i'm trying to uh finish up 
well, I shouldn't say finish up because I wasn't even deciding I'll go do this major, but finish well, finish up my associates, my associate, excuse me. And um, so, you know, you got just the core classes of bullshit you got to take. So um, I'm taking the CIS class, uh, computer information systems, and I'm pretty sure you took it. And I would assume you may have took it, <laughs> taken it in in your uh, your school because it's one of the basic like computer. It's like learning Word and uh, Microsoft Word and like shit like that. Man, I thought they teach that shit in like elementary school Dude, now. <laughs> they should. They really should, man. Like Word. So like, what? I'm taking a class at Henry Ford Community, and which now they actually call themselves a regular college. Now they dropped the community. So, oh, oh right. fancy. Right, they they showed and dropped the fucking prices. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm just so pissed that this class is so. Well, I don't even know what the word. Uh, it's so basic. Like the first, I kid you not, my first homework assignment was literally send the teacher an email with an attached picture. <laughs> To show that you can attach a picture. Well, you said that you said it was basic, and you said the first email, the first assignment was. In my head, I thought like, how to save as PDF or something like some basic shit, and you somehow managed to trump <laughs> the idea of Doug. uh, Doug. I was basic trying- idea of like save as with. Ew. Sending attachments like yeah, wow. Dude, so that's that was my first email, uh, first uh, homework assignment, and then so we're going through the the first chapter, and I'm not gonna get too much in it, but one of the assignments is searching in in uh, Windows 10, searching for a picture, and finding it in the picture section of like documents. Oh you know, man, it's just, it's just a waste of fucking money. Man, it, it's just so. Yeah, that's just, crazy. Yeah, I had it's a, a college. It's man. a college course, man. And what? Dog, I, guess, I could give Michael some shit like that. He'd no, be fine. I feel like, like Michael would. would I feel like Michael <laughs> would do well in this class. <laughs> I had a paper that I had to turn man. in yesterday, and it was just like a two to four page paper on internet security and bullshit. It was just like what the fuck. What it was interesting because I I totally like forgot about writing papers and margins and all the other shit because i don't yeah, write papers yeah. i mean i don't know anybody who i mean some, i mean some people have professions where they probably actually write documents shit like that i don't write papers at fucking work it's just like what the fuck so that's anyway so started back that week started that back this week so that's kind of been um um the bullshit of the week but uh want to uh send a special happy birthday to my mom's today um uh, saw her for a little while it was funny we were supposed to hang out her for like the most of the evening i'm on my way she like can you hurry me get here so i can go i'm like what the fuck <laughs> like we go from going over to hang for a couple of hours to coming there to say hi bye give her a card and she dipped so but hey it's her birthday she do what you want i mean yeah that's cool to be shouting out birthdays but fuck me all right cool uh oh yeah <laughs> let's proceed mike's birthday is this week <laughs> that's right yeah so y'all <laughs> I thought it was about to be about me. Like, yeah, this is a special birthday <laughs> shout out. He's like, happy birthday to mom. my mom. <laughs> I mean, granted, your mom is valid as fuck, but I'm like, I thought it was about to be about me. Like, oh, oh I didn't so expect funny, that. Dude. Oh, that was, oh, yeah. That's so, a nice gesture. So, Mike's birthday is this week. Yeah, my uh, birthday's on Sunday. Who gives a shit? Yeah, and uh, we're doing it. Well, just. I don't give this. a shit. Personally, personally, I don't give a shit. So, I don't expect anybody just else to. Just so happens that, you know, we're uh, our cigar club is uh, meeting up this Saturday. So. 
Yeah, and if any of our listeners want to come out, we're going to be at uh, Wild Bills in Westland. If oh. any of our local listeners want to come out, um, it's a uh, Saturday night. Um, it's going to be our we have a monthly meetup for our cigar group. And this month is going to be the meetup slash, I guess, my birthday thing. I'm 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 not really making it like a birthday thing because I don't give a shit. Like it, it's hard to celebrate being halfway to seventy. But um, <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know, you know I, I think- if somebody would have come out and bring me a nice, buy me a nice cigar, buy me some drinks, give me some Cubans, whatever. It's all good. But Dude, I, I mean, didn't, I didn't even. It's funny you said I didn't even think about it. Like the whole like, yeah, I think I'm closer to half 80 now it's like nuts dude yeah it's 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 weird like i don't know thir- 35 just kind of raising my raising my head like halfway to 70 halfway to 70 halfway to 70 that's like all i kind of really think about but i mean like i don't i don't sweat it too much because i mean i don't look that like when i left work today dude like when i left work today there was a guy from my team that was in the elevator with me and we were just like talking about random stupid shit like about how um how you how shit that you liked when you were a kid, when you uh consuming as an adult, you mm-hmm. realize that it was like bullshit, like like food, like juice boxes and like random shit like that. I don't even know how it came up, but we were talking about like the random juice boxes and shit that you would have as a kid and like Chef Boyardee's SpaghettiOs and shit like that and realize how trash it is, but you loved it when you were a kid. And he's like, yeah, man, I'm a, I'm 34 and I had a juice box the other day and blah, blah, blah. I'm thinking like, man, I'm 34 at least for the next two days, and like, I'm like, man, that shit. I'm like, yeah, that shit was trash, man. Like the shit that we used to drink, drink and eat. This thing about kids. the quantity, like the the quantity of it was like what it had to be what six, maybe four ounces of juice, <laughs> and it's like, all right, I'm done. Like you made all that packaging for four ounces. Right. <laughs> like come on, that's like it's like a a big uh, like a big double shot. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I was about to say. It's like a double shot. But yeah, I, I'm down. I'm I'm down playing the whole birthday shit, man. I don't I don't give a fuck, dog. Like it, it, you can't really sell at this age. You can't celebrate that shit, man. Like I just like I think we all do kind of use it as an excuse to like get free shit. Like hey, uh, you want to come out and buy me cigars or drinks? Cool. But like as far as like celebration, like oh yeah, I'm 35. Like who gives a fuck, man? Yeah, I don't give a fuck about I 35. Really, um, my birthday is in two months, and um. You're gonna be forty three and it's gonna be crazy, man. Fucking liar. <laughs> um, I'll be thirty seven and I don't know, man. It's just you know it's been a whirlwind of a 37, year. Thirty seven, man. That's crazy. Craziness, dude. dog. Like I, I I don't know, man. I feel like we still young, dog. <laughs> like like young I mean, and like in the like, I feel like that's still, you know, that's still young. I mean, you you started getting like forty eight, forty nine and shit. You know, then it's like, you know, you almost like planning for death and shit or something. <laughs> it's like, like I, man, I, like I'm a dude who like Still watches like comic, comic book based TV shows and like I do like all kinds of shit that is generally reserved for people who are like ten years my, my young younger was well, say ten years ten my years youth. My, my I don't youth. know. Right. But I mean, uh, that's the first. Yeah, man, it's it's, it's crazy, man. But do, do you ever think that, and sort of on the subject of age and, and things you do, do you think at some point where you think you would just not be on Twitter? Yeah, I think I'm gonna get to a point where I realize that if all you, that shit is beyond me. Like age, that's not like me. You think it'll be? I'm getting close. I think I'm getting close because I feel like Twitter and social media in general is kind of made for people who are in the, uh, I guess, mm, 
it spans all ages, but I feel like like the peak age for that kind of shit is like mid twenties range, and like like teenagers and shit like that. Like I feel like it's not really built for people who are in like their forties and shit like that. See, like it don't it doesn't really work like that. And I I feel even at times I feel like we, uh, like me and you have like a group of followers who are our general age, and we have a good rapport with those people, a good back and forth, and we still kind of feel in place because we're still kind of like in tune with like hip hop and, and all the shit that matters to young people. Like for the most part, like I don't care about like a lot of the rappers who are, are prevalent, uh, who are prevalent right now. But at the same time, I'm still aware of them mm-hmm. and I'm still aware of their music. And I'm like, it's whack, but I'm aware of it. You know, I, I feel like we're at that very, very fine point where we're knowledgeable, but we don't fuck with it. And we're very close to the point where we're no longer going to be knowledgeable. Well, I don't know, man. I I, I kind of feel like as you get older, the the circle of Twitter just evolves with you. Like five years ago, I I probably we're going to be in forty year old Twitter. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> I, think, uh. I think five years ago, you know, I was in a whole different circle of Twitter as far as you know. The constant jokes and you know bullshit and stuff like that and even now i feel like you know it's still there but i'm in a slightly different circle i don't know i could definitely see myself as maybe after 40 but it would probably be following less people and probably news and you know <laughs> so you said nudes oh <laughs> probably nudes <laughs> sex tapes porn shit um that, so, uh kali kardashian right. uh Right, Sex so, tape on deck. Fucking uh, uh, Justin Bieber's 40th birthday party and shit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Seeing shit like that. That's sad. So, I don't know. I, I I think just I think just the way you get information it maybe change. It may move from Twitter to shit. I don't know. Reddit. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? Uh, yeah. But yeah. So I don't know. Um. But yeah, that's pretty much all of the. Um. Well, I, I had a, I, I you know I had one or two well, I, had, I think I had one actually yeah all my shit was pretty much like presidential inauguration type shit so um, oh I did have this one story so I don't know if you've been following they had this girl who was taken at birth from the hospital yo I think I saw that on the, the local news it, no it wasn't local um, oh well maybe I saw it on the local news but it, it wasn't probably, local yeah. but I think I might know what you're talking about. Like the chick who like got kidnapped at at birth, yeah. and she's still like, I still fuck with my moms. Like, and it, it was the mom with the was the chick that kidnapped her. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So what yeah. happened was the you know mom had the baby, woman comes in, and I guess I don't know if she favored some of the nursing staff or whatever, and said that she needed to take her some because she had a fever or something. Straight walked out the fucking hospital. So. 18 years later, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, the girl was saying, the girl that had some moments where she felt like she wasn't, didn't belong, but she was like, she was never abused. She was, you know, loved. She had all the stuff she wanted um, and so forth. But now I'm seeing that the girl may have found out a couple of years ago when she tried to apply for a job and because she's not using her birth name. She's using a name that the, the stolen mom it gave her and shit. Mm-hmm. So I guess she, you know, 
probably found out and then just like that can't be real this can't you know how do you you you're 16 years old and now you're possibly finding out that the woman that you've called mom all your life is probably not your mom like i wouldn't even know how to how to fucking process that dude that just seems nuts to me man to even take it a step further where is the mom who her actual mom because like as far as i know this isn't a like, like an adoption her, type her, of shit. It was like the woman stole, stole the kids. So, so like the parents are so like, the, mom, the actual mom. Like she just like oh I guess my kid's gone. I'm just gonna live life. Like so basically, they, where's the actual so mom? They at? were like so th- I guess they were like a, a couple of states away. Um, so the woman she had other kids, but she still held out hope that maybe she would somehow her kid would show. I just don't. You figure because the thing is like unless it's death, there's no. There's nothing to symbolize you being able to move on. Like a person dies, and you 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 grieve and things like that. But you know that's that's that happened. You know what I'm saying? So that happened, and you know you kind of move forward. But someone comes missing, you don't know what the hell happened. So it's not right. you know you. I don't know at what point do you just lose out hope. You know what I mean? And start you know I, <laughs> what was the movie with uh. Um, Tom Hanks was lost on the boat, lost Cast on the away? castaway. You know, his wife ended up having like another husband and all this shit. Mm-hmm. You know, at some point you feel like you know I'm gonna move on and you know all the other shit. So, but yeah, so now the the new mom who stole her, she's in jail and I forget the charges, but she made him get <laughs> kidnapping life. babies. It's kidnapping, but it was something <laughs> weird, some other kidnapping babies might be a charge. Kidnapping <laughs> and something else or whatever. Um, but yeah, but she's like, she, they did an interview and she, she seemed like a smart girl. You know, she was just like, she doesn't totally fought her because her, the, the, the new mom, just because she took care of her and she, she's like, she just made one mistake. I'm like, that's That's a big fucking mistake. Right. Like, yeah, she's my mom, but she stole me. Like, how do you know that your actual biological mom might not have been a great mom? Like, I don't know. I, I, Seeing that story, I want to. I want to know. I want to know the biological parent story. As far as, like, what happened? Like, did you just like say like, oh, we just had a kid. Where is it? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Where yeah, why don't you just go on like, like, what happened with them? So they had other kids, and you know they just, I guess, moved on or whatever. So now, uh, she's okay. So she's arrested and charged with kidnapping and interfering with custody. Never heard of interfering with custody charge. Well, sounds valid. But I just want to now, and then it's like it's a when they was uh in the interview, she had a she has a lawyer now, and they say the biggest part, the biggest thing for her is that she's eighteen now and she's trying to get ID. Okay. So that's a challenge because she's not who she is, like name wise. Right. So now do you have to get your name changed from this original name? You know what I mean? Like it, they say the simple stuff, like now nah, she's 18 trying to get a driver's license. That's a challenge now. You well, know what I mean, I mean ah, yeah, crazy. I mean, I, I don't want to be shady toward her. Uh, no, actually, I don't mind being shady toward this no. person. <laughs> I was like, I won't be shady to her kidnapping mom. No, I will be shady to her kidnapping mom. Why? Where is the actual fucking mom at? Like, where, where is she at? Does she care? Is she looking? Does did she care over the past eighteen years? They said that her they, biological kid was they at. Had, they had tons of fucking like uh, 
uh, police leads and all that shit, and it never went anywhere. So she wow. met her biological parents recently. Okay. Um, and she say they're cool or whatever. Um, but I, I guess it's still running emotion. Like, what do you do now? But if you give up your kid and you're like, oh, I'm gonna give my kid for adoption, and you find your biological parents, it's like, oh, why'd you give me up? It's like if you find your biological parents and they're like. What are you gonna say? Like, why'd you let me get stolen? Like, you can't say, you can't that, say shit like yeah, that. Like, can't. so, like, I don't understand why she's so. Um, I guess I mean I guess if you spent eighteen years being raised by this one person, that will hold some sort of value. But at the same time, it's like, well, you stole me, so um, my actual parents didn't even get a chance. Like that would that would bother me a great deal. Like why, I I would question why my actual biological parents didn't search for me but i'm assuming they probably did yeah, they did i think she moved, so she went out of state or whatever with the kids so i would be like I, I i don't know i i would have a small percentage of allegiance toward the person who stole me because i'd be like oh yeah you raised me well, really well for 18 is, years but, but you stole is, me so that's the thing she has a lot of allegiance to her and i think people may be puzzled by that but i kind of get it if that's all you know for 18 years you know, that's got to be a lot of process to now be upset with her and like, okay, what's up with my real parents? Would you don't know them niggas? <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be, but I don't know them niggas because I got stolen. Well, yeah. If I didn't know them niggas because I mean, just think, they just dipped out on me, like, then we, fuck them. Like, but just think like, of us being like, what the fuck? for the most part, you know, uh, uh, decent-minded adults, we can't even process it as that. You just think of an 18-year-old who doesn't know the other the biological parents and all you've known is this one woman and she's taking care of you she's never abused you she's given everything you wanted you know she you know she's been the perfect parent except that one mistake yeah that one huge mistake of stealing me <laughs> except i stole you from somebody <laughs> right. and you wasn't really mine you didn't come from me i'm interested yeah. i'm interested to see where that goes yeah Very i'm gonna follow up on that now maybe uh updates next week so so yeah, so that's a benign uh, political uh, part of the podcast. Well, well, we got a little bit more non-political shit. So um, we wanted to address the feedback. Uh, we got a little bit of feedback this week, and uh, we're gonna play that and uh, respond to it as usual. Um, I don't listen to any of our feedback or read it prior to the podcast because I like to give a off-the-cuff response. It so really be like, fuck y'all, Nick. And then we'd be like... Yeah, oh, I would is, have no idea. I'd be like, this, all right, cool, fuck this, me. This so, I mean, yeah, that's what it is. So, um, we're going to play uh, some feedback and um, respond to that, and then we'll get into um, our topics. So, we got a voicemail from Baylor. Uh, you know how he does. is undoubtedly in the car, and we'll see what he's talking about. <laughs> you know, you know how, how BTG is now. Wait, wait, wait. No, that sounds inadequate. Let me uh turn the volume up. All right, here we go. Thank you, sir. You can't be out here looking stupid. What up, though? It's BTG calling from uh, Studio Camry 2007. <laughs> yes, Studio Camry. Car, but <laughs> last show was very, at the, towards the end of the last show, very interesting. Um, You guys brought up working out, the struggles and the challenges and shit like that. Um, and also, like, uh, you know, you said you was competitive, Mike. Well... I got something that you could look into, uh, me and, the, and a couple of my homies, uh, well, some couples, 
marriage couples and shit like that. We came up with a competitive idea of working out, which we started about maybe a month ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all put in a hundred dollars, and then um, oh shit, it's basically a body transformation. So it's not necessarily a weight losing challenge, but if you choose to lose weight. Uh, you know, good for you, but it's basically to see if you can transform your body into what you want it to look like. And pretty much everybody would have to lose some weight because everybody's fucking fat faces. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, we put a hundred dollars in. We're gonna do six months. You know, either you know, up to June, maybe July or something like that. And then by the end, we'll see. You know, who transformed the most? And it's a couple's thing, so it forces you to get your wife or vice versa, your wife get the husband involved and you gotta it forces you to work out as a team and, and, and shit like that. So we've done the meal preps, like my nigga, I'm over here. This shit is kinda rough. Like I didn't do the Daniel fast this month this month. A lot of people a lot of a lot of people would do the Daniel fast in January, you know, the biblical shit. Nope. So I, I wouldn't go that route because you at the end of that goddamn month, nigga, you're gonna be however, you know, I was at two I was at 245. Uh, I lost seven pounds in the in the past couple of probably about a week or two or something like that. So I I lost you know I'm down to like two 238 239 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we have I haven't even worked out yet. You know what I'm saying I'm mainly just playing in my basketball league on Thursdays, and then that's about it. Once I implement the workout, then I'll be killing. But uh, we, I, what the, what me and the wife did was we cut out, we cut out sweets. I want to say we cut out sugar, but we still, I still eat Cheerios. Nigga got to eat cereal in the morning. So whatever that comes with, I'm eating. Uh, but I'm not doing no sweets, you know, no, you know, no pastries or no shit like that. All we right. cut down on the carbs. I don't eat cool. no pork, no beef or nothing like that. Chicken and fish. I mean, if I get, I get a little filthy and eat some shrimp. Uh, but other than that, I'm just keeping it with the fish, the ground turkey, and the uh, chicken. Good, good. And we just look up different recipes and things like that. We still eat carbs, but we just don't eat a lot of it. Um, and yeah, and then and then start the working out. Like I feel you on that. I mean, once I hit once I hit my thirties, my nigga, shit start going downhill. Like in the early twenties, niggas was hooping six or seven days out of the week. You know what I'm saying? Every day, and then. As you get older, that shit went from seven days to all the way down to like I have one adult league once a you know once a week, and that's I don't even I don't even go every um, season. You know I'll skip a season or two. Damn. So yeah, man, I, I I know we got to do the food segment, you know the food podcast, which is gonna be dope. But that's yeah. it. I ain't gonna do nothing but piss niggas off because for the for the past <laughs> week, you ask you can ask my queen. Nigga, all the thing I've been talking about is pastrami this, pastrami that. That burger that I sent you, that was a cheat meal. It was such a cheat meal, nigga, I didn't even tell my wife about it. But that burger, first of all, let me tell you about that burger. It's called the West. It's called the, it's, it's, it's called the West Burger, all right? Okay, And I'm ready. that shit is, you might laugh at it, but that shit was so, my nigga, so fulfilling, so tasteful. What's in it? It's fucking pastrami, uh, bacon. Uh, chicken strips, onion rings, and a burger, beef, and with barbecue sauce, and with onions. My nick Bitch! Woo, this shit's on fire. I had yeah. to pause it. Like, oh yeah. my god, this shit sound good that. as fuck. Why the fuck would I laugh at that? 
Like, yeah, like the greatest yeah, fucking like, burger ever. I feel like he don't know us. Like, yeah, I, I feel like he don't. Right. I'm disappointing you, Baylor. But all right, let me let me get it back popping. I I just had to like pause. Like that sounds like the most amazing shit ever. Yeah, that shit is fucking ridiculous. And it, no shit. It doesn't come in a yellow wrapper, but it it is <laughs> is found under the yellow wrapper <laughs> umbrella uh, genre. <laughs> but it came in a foil. That shit is fire. So that's Fat Sal's. I, I'll save that for that episode, but my nigga, we're going to be talking about food like that. It's going to piss us off. It's going to get hungry. But I will say this, my nigga, you in your 30s now, let, let's, let's just start working out. No more excuses. If you need some motivation or tips, uh, go follow C.T. Fletcher. I know y'all heard of him. Hell yeah, man. Older cat from Compton. Nah, yeah, I know him. That nigga's hilarious. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I, I watch his YouTube videos just for... He's ridiculous. Uh, just a laugh but i would say check out his documentary if his documentary don't help you go out and work out i don't know what it is it's i saw cc fletcher's documentary on netflix and i got it on my list like i got it queued up i'm ready to watch it he's a fucking beast dude i'm not familiar with him look him up cc fletcher he's he's a beast all right i'll look him up ct fletcher documentary on netflix go check that out uh, but other than that, just motivate yourself just to look better, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, I go shopping. I go get certain clothes, maybe a size smaller. That helps motivate me because I really want to fit in these That's clothes. Yeah, I know that's some women shit, but, you know, what you want me to do? Um, <laughs> yeah, just to look better, just to feel better. I know early on, it's like, my nigga, I don't want to get up at this time. I don't want to. I don't feel like running. I hate cardio. I hate running on a treadmill. I think running on the treadmill is the dumbest shit in the world. So I'll run around a block or, you know, go to a park or something like that. I got to I gotta run to a destination. Yeah, Another thing is the Nike app. Get the Nike running app. We had a competition where we'll set a thing where we'll get a group of people and we have to run 30 miles in 30 days. That's a mile a day. But the thing is, it gets so competitive because, for example, my homeboy wife, she is a fucking robot. And, but she set the bar. She beat me. I came in second place, but she set the bar to the point where I had ran nine miles in one day just to keep up with her. God damn. And she seen that, and she ran like, she just kept running every day. She was doing like five, She's never stopped. you know, five to seven miles a day, and I'm like, fuck, she gonna finish she this shit in shit, like a right. week. What is she doing but the day? it's not about just winning it. It's just, it's just being competitive, and she's getting us up and running. So I would say, yeah, that Nike app, check out that C.T. Fletcher documentary and just want to look better for your wife. You know what I'm saying? Want to look better. Hey, just look better for no offense. Just look better for the bitches out here, though. Like, you know, I still like to get flirted on and, and get looked at. And I tell my wife, my wife ain't women right now. Thank God. Start but, yeah, just look good. And, I mean, we we got the beaches out here and, and shit like that. So I want to go to the beach. I want to finally go to the beach. And walk around with like a white beater or with my shirt off. You know what I'm saying? So let's just do that. I mean, no New Year's resolution. Just just feel better, look better, all that shit, man. Because I I I had a couple of people close, not close to me, but that I knew of that I went to high school with. Niggas is having heart attacks in their thirties, and that's, that's real. That's pretty. That's scary, bro. Now yeah, I know we don't know what they do in their personal lives, but my nigga, half of the shit that they are doing is eating bad and that's what we're doing 
True. So I'm not saying that we can't sit up there and eat filthy. I am still from from time to time, but for right now, just get the train rolling. And I guarantee you, once you get the ball rolling, you're gonna feel different and think different. He's right. This is BTG on some healthy shit. He's right. You know what I'm saying? And I and I'm out. All right, man. Oh shit. You have something else at the end? Will it pull up? Oh, I ain't about to start over. So whatever you said at the end, we gonna miss it. But uh <laughs> But yeah, no, he's right happened. though. Like, I mean, from my experience doing this shit, like I've done it before, and it's it's that's exactly how it is, man. You just gotta be once you get the bar rolling, it's hard to stop it. You you feel like if I if I miss a day, I'm fucked. Like once you so it, it's really all about getting the bar rolling. But man, getting the bar rolling is hard as fuck. Yeah, hard as fuck. Gotta get the ball to get it rolling. So. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, but that was a lot of good advice. And um, if he, uh, BTG man, if you drop the uh, what's uh, what, whatever the Nike app is, uh, let me know what it is and I'll download it because I figure like I can't just type in Nike in the app store and get the app you talking about. I feel like Nike has mad apps in the app store. So uh, tell me specifically which one it is, and yeah, I'll cop it and we can uh get that competition happen. I'm not, I'm not running nine miles in a day, though. I can tell you that right not now. Gonna <laughs> not gonna happen. That'd be nine miles a month, nigga. I ain't gonna right. do that shit. But, but yeah, that was a good email, man. Like, uh, we definitely gonna, um, well, I, I can't say we, I'm not gonna speak for Otis, but like, I, I, I'm trying, I'm trying to find a way to get that motivation. Yeah, same here. And it, it's, same it's, here. it's hard, man. It's, it's hard. Like, when you have, like, for me, like, I have a whole lot of trouble getting up in the morning I have a whole lot of trouble finding energy throughout the day. So I, I am exploring all methods of finding motivation and energy throughout the day to help me uh, exercise. Because I can sure. I can handle the food shit. Like, I, I'm a foodie, but I can handle the food shit. The hardest part for me is finding energy to work out. And for me, when you start working out, and you start eating better, you can realize what works for your body type and what works for who you are. And I know that, like, for me, for instance, I know that if I work out, I am, I can build muscle quickly, which helps me lose weight quickly. Like, I can, I can see a lot of progress in a short short amount of time if I'm lifting weights. Mm -hmm. And there's other people who have issues with, um, like if you uh, do cardio a lot, there's a lot of people who don't see results from that because that might not work for their body type. That like cardio just don't register for them. And there's people who are the opposite. Like they, you know, lift and it it doesn't really help them. So it, you got to figure out what works for your body. But I know from the fact that I I spend a lot of time at the gym and I spend a lot of time eating healthy and working out. And I know exactly what works for me. But my problem is I just can't commit to it because I'm so fucking tired all the time because I'm old and shit. So true shit ever, dog. True yeah. shit ever. So yeah, uh hit me up with whatever this Nike app you got is and I'll uh make an account or whatever and I'll roll with you on your uh your uh, little um trying to run and shit like that. I, I ain't I ain't doing no nine miles a day though, so if that's your girl shit, that's that's y'all. I I can't fade right. that. Um so he also sent an email, a written email. He said, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts throughout the week, more amateurs than professionals. Most of my playlists consist of, consist of podcasts that are somehow connected. All shows have produced great content and topics. Me personally would like to see some of these shows collab and create a classic show. Which podcast would y'all collab with and why? 
Hmm. Um. I think I think since we're so much alike, I think they're just more famous, or we're, we're well, they're just famous, period, or not. But I think uh, the I think the drink champs would be fun. I haven't listened to that, so I don't know how it is. Yeah, I think it'll be. I fun. I know who Noriega is, and I I'm fairly familiar with his personality, but is it just him or is it somebody else? It's I mean, him, Champs is in the plural, him. so uh, assuming it's somebody guy, else. DJ EFN. Uh-huh. He's a guy from, I think, Miami. Um, it was funny because when they first started, I mean, they were like pissy fucking drunk type shit. Okay, kinda I like can rock with that. Shit. Yeah, I can um, rock with that. And then, you know, it didn't get as, you know, as much now, but I think they've really, they really got a niche uh, focus with um, getting a lot of like hip hop artists and shit like that. Um, they've been really, and I think I think their thing now is they want to celebrate artists now versus when they're gone and shit. So, like uh, one of the couple, one of the better episodes I listened to was uh, um, tr- uh, no, what's damn what's the f- naughty by nature? Okay. Um, it had not had them on there today. They actually had well the episode to uh they released today. Had uh, Ti was on it, so that was pretty cool. Oh, okay. Um, Another other podcast I was to have had Ti on them, like Combat Jack has had Ti on. Nah, it ain't none of them had Nas. I was thinking about that earlier. I haven't heard Nas on anything. Drink Champ was on. Uh, drink. They got Nas. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. okay. Just the ones you you know thinking about. Um, I haven't oh, heard. Man, Nas I would love to hear Nas on Combat Jack, man. That'd be crazy. Now, you see that uh, Black Thought was on Tax Tones podcast. When? Probably in the last month. I didn't listen to it, uh, but I wanted to. That was before I realized that I kind of fuck with tax, but yeah. And this was that was before yeah. I realized that I almost wanted to listen to him. Yeah, so I couldn't but, do it. But I, I'm like, I'm to move point I'm now because yeah. tax is going to pr- prison for life. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. Um, dude, look, I need to run up to my truck for a second. You keep going. Uh, um. Yeah. No. I mean, go ahead. I can figure something out. We got um. We have a couple other emails that I want to discuss. Um, we have one from uh, my homeboy Terrence, who, um, hey man, he was a a fucking groomsman in my wedding, so this is my this is my boy. Um, this is the first time I think he sent an email in, so um, we're gonna play that. He hosts a podcast called, um, well, he hosts several podcasts, as far as I know, but um, the one that I listen to is called Hollywood Already Did It. It's about um, how Hollywood tends to reinvent shit that's already been done. And they analyze how whatever's been how how the new shit differs from the old shit and how they expect that franchise to go moving forward. And it's interesting because like they'll talk about like uh Okay, so uh, an example is like the um the Die Hard franchise. They they talked about the Die Hard franchise uh for uh the christmas time period and they they generally just discuss anything that's already been done and how hollywood has remade it or revamped it show yep Uh uh-huh so it's a good podcast man they i listen to it every time every time they put some new shit out i'll listen to it because i mean it that shit is important to me because i'm they post regularly yeah they post very regularly um i'm big into movies and tv and uh, this shit generally is kind of like a uh, movie type shit, but um, it could be anything. But uh, like if they have like a new movie coming out, like uh, give an example, like um, 
uh, the Fantastic Beast movie that came out recently is a spinoff from uh, from Harry Potter. So uh, like, uh, it's Hollywood already did it. We already got the Harry Potter shit. Now we doing some new shit. So how is this? How is this Fantastic Beast movie? How does it relate to the Harry Potter franchise? How does the franchise go? Move, you know, how does it proceed going forward? So they they um, analyze um, uh, different types of um, new shit that's come out and. Well, not new shit, but uh, new shit that's based off old shit and how it relates to uh, all that other shit and how it, how they proceed going forward. It's a, it's a pretty good podcast, man. So um, he's sending a voicemail, and I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty interested to see how he responds. I'm, I'm interested to see what this is. I mean, like I said, we don't listen to the shit beforehand, so I'm uh, interested to see what he has to Have say. Have you ever sent us a podcast? I mean, uh, a voice message? He sent an email no, before, haven't he? I don't think so. So I mean we'll see. I mean it, it could be interesting. So let's see what uh let's see what he has to say and we can uh address whatever comments he has. What up though, Mike? What up though, Otis? Uh this is boy Terrence. Uh long time listener, love the show. Even though I haven't chimed in or written in in a long time. I am a big fan. Um I just wanted to kinda touch in on what Mike said last week about the blackish episode. It kinda kinda rubbed me the wrong way. Uh, oh shit. A little bit just because he said that it, it felt contrived or felt forced. And I think it's like it, it was making you feel like an emotional, an emotion that you kind of wanted to get to on your own. But I think that's the point of art or television or movies or music. They are supposed to make you feel um, a way. And that's the very definition of art. It's producing works to be appreciated for their beauty and emotional power. Like the reason they're showrunners and they're actors is because, well, they're trying to make you feel something. Now it may have mm-hmm. been a bit heavy handed. You may not have liked the way that it was kind of, um, brought about, but that's pretty much how every show does or any movie does. Like the, the sound track swells when they want you to feel an emotional residence or, um, they'll focus in on a person's face and watch an, a, a teardrop fall to kind of create more of an emotional connection than you probably would have if you just let it run out normally. I mean, case in point, I think one of your favorite shows is The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. It's one of mine, too. That That's episode right. where that everybody knows, like, why don't he like me? You think about that episode. Go back and watch it. Mm-hmm. Go back and watch that episode. And then the first 25 minutes of that show, it's it's done like a regular sitcom. The laugh track is in there. Everything's shot with, like, a sitcom would be shot. They cut angles. They cut back. But on that last scene, when the father speaks to Uncle Phil and Uncle Phil has the combo with Will, it's all done on a single camera, a uh, static shot, almost shot like a play. So you're watching the whole thing. And the laugh track is removed. It's a trick done to make you feel a way. Every show does it. Um, I just think because the hyperbole around Blackish got so high, you got more angrier at that and kind of took it out on the fact that every single show does that. Um, I think another point is you got to think about who watches Blackish? Like, I think the show brings in about 5 million viewers a, a week. <clears throat> I know it's 5 million. Not all of them people is black. Half that show is watched by white people. So, granted, you may have known all of those images and may have seen that, but a lot of those white people that think they're quote-unquote woke, every now and then you got to slap them in the face again and remind them, like, oh, yeah, fuck. We're not as nearly as woke as we thought we was. They, this shit's still rough. So... I think it's twofold. I think you were <laughs> a little unnecessary in the way that you uh, you damaged Blackish. And I, like I said, I think every show, you, you compared it to Full House, for God's sakes. And I, Full House <laughs> did that trick of let's sit down and have a message with the soundtrack blaring every single week. So it wasn't special. It was a just a recurring thing. Whereas this is a one-off. 
and, and so the point was to kind of hit home where clearly half the country needs to see this because we got some shit popping off tomorrow that uh well we all got to try to live through all right that's it just wanted to shoot you a line on that also otis when you go to chicago fuck everything else you're doing what mike said go to wildberry wildberry is the fucking truth it may be a long ass wait but it's worth it go there and fuck giordano's luminati's is the spot in chicago all right i'm out Oh, man. The shit that he said at the end. Okay, so let me address the shit, the, the shit he said at the end before I talk about the blackest shit. So, one, did you go to Wildberries? No. Okay, so you fucked up there. Two, he said, did you go? He said, mentioned Giordano's. I know you went there. And then he and mentioned only- Illuminati. And, like, I was unaware of that place, but Games We Don't Play mentioned that shit in their yeah, last I just, episode. I was just about to say that. So now that's the second instance I've heard of that place and i've never I, I was not aware of that place i've been to chicago a bunch of times and i've never been there so like now i'm like okay i need to hit this spot up because now i've had like multiple instances in the past like that was like the last episode of games we don't play so like in the in the last week that's now two mentions mentions of that place in in the in the vein of like Jill Downs is straight, but you gotta fuck with this spot. Duh. So now I'm like, okay, now I need to go there mentioned, now. Is it called Illuminati? Uh. <laughs> okay. When I listened to it on Games That Don't Play, I was like, he's talking about Illuminati's. <laughs> like, I think it's Lou Minati. I don't, I don't know what it is, That's but I think it's, right. it's a, like a name. I don't know. We could Google it. So I'm sure would, we'll get responses saying what it is. Jill Downs, the high risk pronounced on on Saturday <laughs> yeah. when I got there. Awesome fucking piece. I thought it was pretty You're good. You're not. It's fire, dog. It's, it's yeah. great. So if the other place, if Illuminati's, if Illuminati's is better, I'm going to call it Illuminati's because I don't care. I'm going to call it Illuminati's. If Illuminati's is better than Giordano's, then fuck. Because Giordano's was fire. Yeah, um, I think that's Sean. That, 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 was that Sean on the games we don't play? Yeah, so I guess yeah, because he he's from Chicago. And he yeah. was saying he grew up eating the Giordano's place, yep. Giordano's or whatever it is. Yeah. And he started doing the other one. He loved it. He said, especially the sausage paws uh, was really good. <laughs> Sean loves the sausage. Sean loves the sausage. Damn it, Sean. Um, I damn it, Sean. You fucking so just like so I, sausage so, gobbler. <laughs> so I listened to that this week, and I was like, damn, I wish I would have known that when I was there. <laughs> right. So then, while I was there, so that was Saturday. So Sunday, um, me and my uh, my sister's boyfriend, we got an Uber to go to cigar spot. So the guy, he was a a, a a native or whatever. He asked him where we've been. You know, uh, um, he's like, uh, he had some of the food with pizza. I'm like, yeah, what is Giordano? Oh, that's trash. Should have went to Illuminati's. I'm like, what the, the fuck? fuck? Really? Yeah. So, you know, man. So everybody's talking about it, but, but no one really mentioned that shit beforehand. People kept talking about like Giordano's and, um, whatever. It's someone named something else or whatever. But yeah, I feel like now I got to go back and get Illuminati's now. So yeah, that's funny. Um, I I I kind of get what he's saying as far as the uh, the placement and the whole reasoning for like that 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 part of the episode of Blackish. Um, I think it was definitely meant to 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 move people. You know, like he said, it was you know it was strategic with all the background and stuff like that. And I you know you just gotta hope that of. Uh, all of the people watching, obviously, it's probably not all white, uh, black people that are watching that, you know, it kind of clicks home to some people. So I, I kind of get it. Um, now I keep thinking about the whole uh, Fresh Prince episode uh, <laughs> at the end. I mean, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not into film, so I never would have paid attention that it was a fucking well, he single don't love camera. You, man. Right. 
Ah, oh, it's a great episode. Uh, but um, to to speak to his 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 comments on Blackish, um, I agree 100 percent with everything he said. He's absolutely right that the general idea is to is to garner a reaction. Um, I think, and and this was a a a minor point in his his voicemail was the idea of um, it being heavy handed, and the the heavy handed aspect of it resonates with me because i i indulge in so much of that shit like tv and movies and 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 art and shit like that like so that i've seen so much of that kind of shit across the board that when somebody does something that feels heavy-handed it's off-putting to me so um i get everything he said and i think the strongest point of it was the fact that for me it felt heavy-handed and that's really all I can really say to justify my opinion on that on that particular sequence. Like I, I and then also what uh, he mentioned this too is the idea of it being built up beforehand. So I'm expecting like some fucking like miraculous fucking great statement toward racism and all this shit. And I watch it. I'm kind of like it, it. It it felt very heavy handed and. For me, that it it wasn't that impactful. It was like, okay, I don't I don't need these scenes intercut with real footage of of past atrocities. Like I've seen that shit. Like that's and what made it heavy handed was the fact that instead of just Anthony Anderson just saying, hey, hey, this is how I feel. They intercut it with those scenes, and it felt like that. Hey, let's make. I'm, I don't want to harp on it because I talked about it before, and Johnny was like, "Why is Mike repeating himself?" And I'm like, "Well, I, re- I repeat myself all the fucking time because I just that's just what I do. I'm just like, <laughs> I just drone on and on." But it, it, it felt that way. If if it, it felt like they 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 wanted to hammer home the emotional aspect of it, and it felt heavy handed. It felt like, "Hey, let's smack you over the head with this emotional shit." So you can feel like, oh man, this is so impactful, and I feel I feel such a way about this shit, and like I don't feel like my I don't like feeling like my emotions are being manipulated. I want to feel like, um, I want to feel like you're telling a story, and then I interpret it and have my emotions reacting to what you're saying, and I I basically I'm deriving my emotions based on what I'm seeing and right. or hearing. Not because you're making. Whereas it. I feel like they were kind of like pulling those strings like we want to get you to feel this way we want to get you to feel this cry way. nigga cry exactly exactly <laughs> like we were like like they were working for that emotional reaction and when i feel that i can tell that you're working toward that emotional reaction now i'm 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 it's off-putting to me because now i feel like i'm being manipulated and yeah i i i, I, can, I can see that and and, and to be clear that's just how i felt about that specific scene within that episode. I will not sit here and slander the episode as a whole or blackish as a whole because I felt like one thing I did like about that episode was that I felt like it was a very brave episode to make an episode like that where you are coming with it. Like you're coming hard with what's really going on. So I respect the fact that they were able to or that they had the gall to come out and be so black and white with what's really going on on like ABC in primetime. Like we're out here telling you what the fuck's going on. It's just like, like he said, for me, 
it felt heavy handed, but that's because I'm so accustomed to that kind of shit. And so I'm kind of like got I got the uh, blinders up like, OK, I already know how this kind of shit works. So if you're if you're doing things that are intentionally meant to pull at my heartstrings, it's, auto, it's automatically right. going to make me put my hands up and be like, OK, I, I already know what's going on here. I don't I feel manipulated. I don't like feeling manipulated. I like watching shit and just like that taking my own, you know, having my own feelings toward it. So, but that also doesn't stop me from acknowledging that an episode might be good or that a scene might be good. Like, I felt like it was a strong scene. I felt it was a strong episode. But the fact that it felt heavy-handed is what stops me from, you know, hopping on the internet and going, oh, this is an amazing scene. This is the best episode of Blackish ever. Like, oh, it's so great. Because I feel like we, like I said, I, li- I feel like we live in an age of hyperbole where we just want to, like, make it sound like everything is the most amazing shit ever. And I don't think it was the most amazing shit ever. I thought it was, I thought it was, um, I, I guess profound for what you would see on ABC in primetime. Like, I feel like it was something that need to be needed to be shown and said in that time slot. And for this time period, like I thought it was impactful, but just for me personally, it's like, I've spent all this time, railing on this kind of shit for the past couple of years that we've been doing this podcast and none of this shit is new to me and like he said i feel like i felt like it was heavy-handed and and heavy-handed is the perfect term for it because it 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 came off that way to me and so for that reason i'm not gonna be out here like oh my god this is the best episode ever everybody should watch this i didn't watch it and i was like oh it was a good episode cool and then i moved on and and that was it for me so i mean I, I don't know, because, I mean, shit, man, we be drinking this shit, dog. I don't know what the fuck I said last week. But, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I would imagine it would be in the same vein of what I'm saying now. But I, I didn't I didn't feel any kind of, like, animosity toward the episode. Like, oh, people building up this episode, but that shit was whack. Like, I don't feel that way. I thought it was a really solid episode, and I thought the scene was really solid. But it almost felt like uh, it had a weird kind of... Um, like grandstanding type of shit. Like yeah. it didn't feel natural within the episode. Like, <clears throat> hey, we're uh, we're gonna like delicately lay this point, and you can interpret it how you feel. We're gonna make this point, and it's gonna be uh, like smooth. It, it felt like somebody standing up on their soapbox and like preaching, preaching, and like I, I don't know. I, I I didn't feel like the heavy grandstanding and shit of it. Cause I felt like, like he said, I felt like it was heavy handed. It, 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 he mentioned heavy handed as like almost like a uh, an afterthought, but I felt like the heavy handed aspect of it was very prevalent to me. So it took it down some notches for me, but I still thought it was I still I still thought it was a solid episode, and I still really liked the show. Like I think it 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 does a good balance of comedy and um, social commentary. Yeah. So I I, I, I enjoy the show. But I just didn't. I I I personally didn't buy into it. Not buy into it. I personally didn't enjoy it to the level of everybody else who was online. Like, oh, it's the most amazing shit ever. Like, I'm I, I wasn't that impressed by a long shot. But I mean, but everything he everything he said was solid. I agree with all that shit. So I mean, I thought that was a uh, I thought it was a solid email, man. Like, I, and. Man, T, man, I'm glad you wrote in, dog. Like, I, yeah, man, yeah. really, nigga, I didn't even think you listened to the shit, dog. Like, <laughs> like I heard, I ain't heard from you. I, I didn't even know you listened to the shit, never, man. I don't know if I met him, met him before. Uh, no, he lives in, uh, he lives in L.A. 
Uh, uh, Pasadena, suddenly. Did he come to your wedding? Yeah, he was he was in my wedding. He was uh he was a groomsman. Oh, yeah, my wedding. he was. I, okay, I'm yeah, he was there. I don't think um, I've ever really spoken with him. Much that's the that's the only time you would have possibly encountered him. So um yeah, he was he was uh he he stood in my wedding. Um, but yeah, man, thanks for the email, dog. I appreciate it. I appreciate hearing your feedback on that too, because with um as far as my group, my inner group of of uh friends slash brothers, like me and Terrence are the two people who are heavy, heavy, heavy into like TV and movies and shit like that. He's an actor, man. He's, he's out there, man. He's out in LA doing, doing, doing his thing, man. And, um, so I always appreciate his feedback on, on movies and, and TV and all that shit. Cause I know he looks into it on a deeper level than just like, Oh, I thought that was funny. Oh, I thought that was serious. No, like he, he delves into it deeper, which is why I listen to his podcast and why I appreciate his feedback. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, man, thanks for sending that shit, man. Like, uh, I, I listen to your shit every week. I, I don't, uh, I haven't written in or voicemailed this podcast, but I've commented on his, uh, on their podcast Facebook page. But, um, yeah, I, I appreciate getting that feedback, man. So, Thanks for that, man. Cool, I, Cause cool. like I said, I didn't know your ass. Listen, dog. <laughs> um, so uh, moving forward, um, uh, did, did we? Did I read the other Baylor shit? Did we answer the um who we would collab with and why? Oh, I said drink champs just because. Yeah, I, yeah, that's right. You said drink champs, and then we uh, I like we moved form- on. I like that format. Yeah, uh, similar to ours. I think that would be probably fun to hang out with and drink and shit. So. Yeah. So um, for me. Um, podcasts are all to collab with. Um, I would like to collab with, and I guess this might be kind of weird. Maybe I'm being too lofty, but I would kind of like to collab with Brilliant Idiots because I I'd be to slap the shit out of Andrew though. So yeah, and and that's kind of I'm not, I'm not gonna say that's why I want to collab with them, but <laughs> I wanna beat that motherfucker. Yeah, I'm not gonna say like I want to collab with them because I'm gonna beat his ass, but like. One of the things about Andrew, Andrew Schultz, is he's very, very confident in his arguing ability. Like he feels like he can have a thorough discussion with anybody, and he can like debate them under the table. And to me, based on listening to all of their podcasts, this is based on him having discussions with people who are not adequately prepared to have these discussions. And I feel like he has not. There's been a a whole bunch of times during Brilliant Idiots where I felt like he has not been adequately called out on some of the bullshit that he said, or he's made poor, he's made poor points and nobody's really addressed it. And he, the last episode had Tariq Nasheed on it and he was really big on having a discussion with Tariq Nasheed because he felt like I can, I can debate this nigga under the table type shit. And I feel like he hasn't been challenged enough to be humbled. And I would really love to have a discussion with him because he has a serious problem with, I think that he thinks that um, whenever somebody makes the point of white supremacy, he takes it, he takes offense to it because he's white and he feels like it's like an assault on all white people. So he feels like he has to defend it. And it comes off like he's um, denying the idea or concept of white supremacy. Right. And, I think that hurts him, but I also think that he hasn't been adequately challenged on his views. And I would love to sit down with him and have a have a frank discussion on white privilege. Because I feel like both him and Charlemagne rant consistently on white privilege 
while also being incorrect on what white privilege is. I don't think they know what it is. They they are they're flat out wrong and confused on what white privilege is, and they rant so confidently on how it's like not a thing. And and no one's they don't know what it no is, one, and, and no one is like really no correcting them. No one's like you know, it seems like no one's really challenged. I don't know. I felt like Tariq was 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 going at Andrew, and he just I think he just started yelling out random shit like, "Where your percentage is at?" Like you know, yeah, dumb shit. And, and you're not gonna sit down with me and tell me that my point is invalid because I can't tell you that 13 percent of blah 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 blah. No, that's not how this works. So like I I feel like. I would love to sit down and 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 talk with him about him and Charlemagne about white privilege because one I feel like they don't really know what it is and two I feel like they haven't been adequately challenged on their invalid points on it. So I I would love to sit down and talk with them. Um I would love to sit down with the guys who uh do Bald Move which is my uh podcast umbrella like I listen to Bald Move. They do TV and movies, and they only do shit that I respect. And their analysis is top notch. And I would love to sit down and talk with them and analyze uh, shows and movies and just talk about that shit. Cause they they do they do Game of Thrones. They do The Walking Dead. They do they did Breaking Bad. Um, they've integrated new shows. They started talking about The Young Pope, which debuted on HBO last week. Um, and they do heavy, heavy, heavy deep diving analysis on TV shows and movies. And I would love to sit down and just have a discussion with them because they're fucking amazing. So that would be my uh, my answer would be brilliant idiots and uh, anything the ball move does. <clears throat> so we want to go from here. Um, Some of this Cheeto ass bitch. So, yeah. So that one guy who ran and, and won is going to get. He's he's getting he's getting inaugurated, like po- possibly while you are listening to this, he's he's being made president. Um, I, there's I, kind of a lot of things that I wanted to talk about in that regard, but um, let's start by talking about the time period between when he was elected and right now. There's a lot of shit that's gone down. Um, all the allegations about Russia having a a having a say in how things have gone down. There's been, um, his crazy, uh, appointments to his cabinet, uh, how those motherfuckers have gotten shutting down, shut down in the interviews. And I kind of want to talk about, do you think that, do you think they're going to totally shut down? Like Bessie DeVos? Do you think there's any way she would actually win? I don't know. Dog. I really don't know. I, I, I want to, I want to talk about, how we think this entire presidency is going to go moving forward. Like, do we think that, like, is this really going to be the shit show that everybody thinks it is? Is he going to, like, wrap this shit up and make it something respectable? Like, like I, I want to discuss how things have gone so far and what we think is going to happen going forward. And I want to start by talking about... um his 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 cabinet appointments now, the the um and i and i want to hold in on two i want to talk about ben carson and i'll talk about betsy devos so we know betsy from 
from here. And the famous DeVos family. And we know Ben Carson from uh being a fuckboy across the board. So but I guess he's from here too. <laughs> yeah. Um so how do we reconcile the idea of the president appointing people who essentially like cuz let's be real he's appointing people who have contributed heavily to his campaign or the Republican party and giving them cabinet positions based upon their contributions to the party and not based on their qualifications i mean this is fact this is fact There's no no one can argue this they're going to be like oh Betsy DeVos was blah 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 or Ben Carson blah 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 he, neither one of them is qualified for their position they're only qualified on their contributions to the party, to his campaign, and to whatever has happened to get him elected. How do we deal with the idea of unqualified people being elected to high, high-level aspects of government? And how is this flying? Like, how is this happening? Like, this shouldn't be. This shouldn't be a thing. It really shouldn't. I, I just don't know. I mean, I think even before uh, Trump is elected tomorrow, today, when you listening, um, it's already becoming a shit show just from the people he's picking for, for certain things. Like I say, Bessie DeVos, if y'all haven't, by all means, search her fucking name, and you will see all of the time she's done got burnt the fuck up. In these hear they are hearings, right? Mm-hmm. These hearings. Uh she doesn't answer yes or no questions. Um I feel like I wanna find one that <laughs> I think she just feels that her her wealth and and the influence from that is gonna get her a seat. I mean, because she sounds like so so fucking uninformed. Like she can't answer anything straight. And then I think to today I saw seen the one where she was uh I guess they was asking her about, you know, have you had a Pell grant? You know, have you had to take out a loan for school? Uh and she's like, No and no and it's just like, How the fuck you think you gonna be qualified if you have <laughs> you know nothing about it? So yeah, it's 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 been it's been nuts. I just don't understand how she's been able to stand there or sit there with no knowledge at all and think that she's going to skate in. Huh? I guess I just got to unpause it. Okay, so uh, moving forward, what were you saying? Uh, shit, I think I lost track already. Who knows? I had to yeah. pee, so I had to pause it, and now we're lost. Who cares? Uh, we're back. So we don't care about editing. Uh, so, yeah, we're talking about Betsy DeVos. Oh, I, I just couldn't understand. Just, you know, she's totally... I mean, the pity of being not qualified. It's almost like somebody's, you know, hey, man, I got another you know, gift for you. Just go to interview. And it's on, like, I thought I was coming here to bag groceries. I'm, like, you know, <laughs> doing some other shit. Like, yeah. I, she 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 doesn't really give a fuck about, about poor people in general. And coming from a woman who inherited her, her fortune and, you know, you haven't had to work for shit. You haven't had to take out loans. Your parent wasn't a single mom, you know what I mean, you know, dealing with you. She doesn't she doesn't know any struggles at all. None. Yeah, and she got cut down so bad. She got cut she got cut up by Bernie. Bernie was just like, Hey, look, um, 
Do you think that if you had donated, if your family hadn't donated $200, $200 million to a Republican campaign, would you be here right now? <laughs> like, like Bernie was just real as fuck. Yeah, she 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 had a she had a really really bad day. I I feel no sympathy toward her whatsoever. But yeah, she, she had a bad day. Um, he his his cabinet nominees are it's a fucking mess. Like I said, like like Trump's really nominating like a whole bunch of supervillains to like be his the, fucking cabinet. Like, like how do you it's like the island of misfit toys? It's just it's 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 so so. How do you how do you nominate someone for um the head of the EPA that doesn't believe in climate change? Like what? <laughs> what? And then you got like um what was the other there was another uh another one I was gonna cite. Uh oh the um uh energy. Uh I think what's the title? Secretary of Energy? I don't know, but the guy before was like a some crazy shit like the dude that had that badass perm that they made the fucking memes about mm-hmm. was like a fucking physicist or some shit with like a degree and all that kind of shit. And, and like hit, Trump's guy is like a fucking dog catcher. I'm, I'm, I'm making up shit, but it was something dumb. Like, like this dude has like no fucking experience. Like let's replace the fucking physicist with uh, a fucking uh, the guy who works the ball pit at Chuck E. Cheese. Like Man. he he gives no fucks. And it's 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 funny that. Um, one of the things that I wanted to talk about was that um, I saw um, a status on Facebook from somebody who was very nonchalant about um, Trump's upcoming presidency. She said, um, let, me, let me see if I can pull that up real quick. Um, she said, so am, I, so am I the only one not tripping about President Obama leaving? And I'm um, like, uh, yeah, bitch, you is the only one because <laughs> shit's fucked up out here. And the people who support her are kind of basically like, yeah, it doesn't matter to me. Not going to affect me. We we elect a new president every four to eight, four to eight years. Uh, yeah, same old shit, blah, 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 blah. And, <laughs> I, man, what really bothers me about that is... The term, the term ignorance is bliss is so fucking accurate, man. Like, if you are somebody who's so hands-off from the real world and from what's happening in the government and, mm. and what's happening in life, that you can sit here and look at a guy being elected who is, like, this guy and his supporters. Mainly, like, like, to be clear... Most of my issue with Trump is his supporters more so than him. But, like, him and his supporters, we're talking about people who hate black people. They hate gay people. They hate women. They hate immigrants. They hate, uh, um, I had another one. All of they hate so many people, I can't even really keep track of all of them. Yeah, I can't even remember all the people that they hate. Like, how can you say... Oh, same old, same old, ain't gonna affect me. These are the people, look at the people who voted for Trump, right? They voted for Trump like, oh yeah, man, I support all of his anti-black, Mexican, and immigrant stances and getting rid of the uh, Obamacare. And they're like, wait, Obamacare and the Affordable Health Care Act are the same thing? I'm on the Affordable Health Care Act, what the fuck? I didn't vote for you to get rid of my ability to get abortions and my ability to get contraceptives. Like, what the fuck? 
And it's like, man, people's people's minds are so clouded with hatred for other people that they don't even realize the shit that they're voting for and how it affects them. And like, how can you sit there and be like, same old, same old, like it's just a new president. I'm not worried about it. You ain't worried about it. Like, he don't like anything about you. Like him you and his people, like it's, 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 people. unless you are a rich white man, you fucked. Like <laughs> he don't give a fuck about none of you. If you poor, if you a poor white man, fuck you. If you a white woman, fuck you. If you a black person, fuck you. If you gay, fuck you. If you like a fucking Mexican, fuck you. If you an immigrant, fuck you. Like they they try to exclude everybody, and you just sitting here like same old, same old. We change presidents every forty eight years. Like how are you that oblivious to what's going on in life? Like this is like, like the 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 level of incompetence that we saw in George W. Bush is on the fence. Like this shit coming going forward could make George W. Bush look like Stephen Hawking. Like <laughs> this shit is gonna be a shit show, and you got motherfuckers sitting out here like same old same old same president president just changing. People acting like because they president getting voted in, everything's about to go to shit. Bitch, everything is about to go to shit. Like, have you been listening to what's going on? Like, I, I don't like how people can condescendingly act like, oh, same old shit. I don't know why people tripping. Like, I wish people who are ignorant would just shut the fuck up. Like, just don't say shit. Nobody wants to hear what you have to say. And then, like, um, uh, so my boy DeAndre asked me, he was like, do you believe in checks and balances? And I'm like, no. And he was like, well, that's why I'm not too concerned about what's going on. Checks and balances don't work when there are no checks and balances. Like, if you look over the last eight years when Obama was president, right, people were constantly saying the president doesn't have complete power. He has to uh, deal with Congress and whatnot. So he, he can't do whatever he says. Watch how much Trump gets to do whatever the fuck he wants over the next four years. And that's because... There are there will be no checks and balances because Congress is all Republicans. They have the majority. It's all people who believe in the same fuck shit that he believes in. All people who have the same goals as him. See how much checks and balances matter when everybody involved is all on the same playing field as Trump and his supporters and what they believe in. There's not going to be any checks and balances. It's not going to be like Trump's like, hey, um, I want to get Mexicans out the paint. And Congress will be like, hey, 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 wait, 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 wait. That's not how this works. We want to make sure that this shit is fair. We can't just have the president do whatever the fuck he wants. No, motherfucker. Like, they're all on the same page that he is. Ain't going to be no checks and balances. That's how the shit's supposed to work, but that's not how it's going to work. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of bad decisions made, and it's going to be carried out faster because he has the backing. You know, and so it's... it's he has it's, all the backing. Like, it's... It's going to be a mess. And then he has the backing of people who feel disenfranchised. Like, they feel like, they feel like oh, man, um, for one, uh, we had a black president, so um, automatically, fuck that. And then you have people who come across like, well, um, like the Hillary folks, right, felt like Hillary was not really out there for the... Uh, disenfranchised white folks. They were kind of like, you know, she's not really out here for us. She's out here trying to, like, help, like, poor niggas and shit like that. Like, who cares about that? Like, so they feel like Hillary didn't do enough playing toward the uh, middle-class white people. So they felt like, oh, we gotta go to Trump because we need something different, and Hillary's not here for us. Uh, Obama didn't give us this, and now Hillary's not talking about doing the same thing, but Trump's out here talking about the shit that we want to hear. And they don't realize that 
the shit that they think that he's saying that is beneficial to them. I, I, I mean, I can't even really wrap my head around this. The idea of uh, like middle to lower class white people feeling like that he somehow supports the shit that matters to them. Like, I don't, I don't understand how they feel like Hillary uh, ignored them and he's about what they want. And now we see over the course of the past two months, we've seen all these articles of white folks like, what the fuck? They're taking away our health care? Like, I thought I was on Affordable Health Care Act. They were appealing Obamacare. I thought that shit was great because it had Obama's nigger ass name attached to it. And I thought we was going to get that shit out the paint. Like, wait, that's the shit that I'm on? Oh, I didn't vote for that. Yes, bitch, you did vote for that. Sure did. You voted for that because you dumb as fuck. And you only voted based upon hatred, exclusion, and all other racism, sexism, uh, homophobia. You voted on that. And now you're sitting here like, hey, I voted on all this exclusionary shit. And what the fuck? I'm excluded now. Yeah, you're excluded now because you dumb as fuck and you don't pay attention to what's going on. And you only care about the shit that supports your hateful ass mindset. So now all these white folks, all these poor white folks sitting out here like, oh, I'm going to lose my health care. Yeah, bitch, you deserve it. So now you're sitting out here like, oh, shit, I, I got cancer, and now I don't know how I'm going to pay for my shit. Well, maybe if you were more concerned with helping everybody instead of helping people that ain't got nothing to do with you, helping, like, rich white people, if you weren't concerned with that shit, maybe you could get your cancer taken care of because Bernie Sanders wouldn't have got rid of your health care. Right. So now you're sitting here like, oh, wow, I don't have, I, I might not have health care anymore. Well, that's your give and take. You wanted to get Mexicans out the paint. Now you can dig your ass an early ass grave and nobody's going to give a fuck because you're going to be dead. and You're going to deserve it. So fuck it. Who cares? And I have no I, I am not shedding nary a tear for any of these fucking people who are like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening. Like there was a dude on um, there's a show. Uh, Van Jones has a show on CNN. And uh, he interviewed a dude who was in the audience who was like, um, so I've been a Republican my whole life. I have my own business. And um, when Obamacare came about, I said that I would close my own business before I would um, go along with Obamacare and put my employees on that shit. And then I got cancer. And <laughs> I was on... The Affordable Health Care Act, and I was able to get my treatment, and now I don't have cancer. So, Paul Ryan, how do you <laughs> how do you plan on managing uh, this situation where we're getting rid of a health care plan that has helped people like me not die? And I say here, like, bitch, you deserve to die. Like, what are you talking, like, what are you talking about? Like, you are all ready to let everybody else die. Like, all your fucking employees, the 20 million people on Affordable Health Care Act, you was ready to let them die, and then you got cancer and realized that shit helped you, and you were like, oh, um, I don't know what we should do about this because um, I could die, and it, it, it helped me live, so um, I'll kind of want to keep this shit now. Uh, fuck you. Like, who cares? You can go ahead on die. What do you, what do you think is happening with Hillary? Ever since it's popped off. Cause I, I haven't like Hillary, seen much, much her in the news. Because I feel like if you took a loss like that, would you be in the news? I'd do my rounds for like the next couple of days. And then I'd be like, all right, I'm going to go chill in um, some other country for the next several months. That's what I would do. And I feel like that's what she's doing. I feel like her and Bill are somewhere in another country uh, 
chilling on a vacation and they're just living their life because I, I can't imagine. I, I wouldn't be here if, if that was me. And you imagine she won the popular vote. Um, she was probably the most disliked Democratic nominee in quite some time and still won the popular vote and lost to a fucking reality star. Like, would you really want to hang around after that? I wouldn't. So I figure she's ghost because she needs to just fucking decompose and get her get her shit she's straight. She's dead to me. Yeah, she she she's got a lot of fucking uh, I guess like rebuilding to do, like mental rebuilding, like just trying to get your fucking mind right. Cause I know my mind would be fucked up if I was a fucking senator of New York and and uh you know my husband was president. I've been the secretary of state. And I lose to a reality star who, whose entire campaign revolved around uh, getting Mex- making sure Mexicans can't come here, making sure Syrians can't come here, uh, getting gays, retards, and blacks, niggers, fucking all, like everything that's not white people was like, let's get all that shit out the paint. And you lost to him? Like, yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably be on a hiatus too. That's what, that's what I think, so. So, uh, the inauguration is tomorrow slash today, depending on when you listen. Well, actually, for us, it's already today because it's after midnight. So, the inauguration is tonight. Are you going to watch today? Are you going to watch it? Um, I initially said I wasn't. I may catch some clips. Um, I know it's during the day and I'll be at work. Um, and I, we got one TV that's in our break room. So I know I can't camp out in that bitch. I guess it's gonna be streaming on the internet. I'm assuming. Yeah, definitely. So I may. I don't know, man. At this. You're this nowhere next... near your mic, and your levels are low. FYI. Oh, sorry. <laughs> my bad. Um, well, I'll be at work. I may be able to just. My, you know what? I may be. Able to, I may be able to watch. I don't know what I'm gonna get out of it. Though. I just. I don't. I don't really have the the urge to watch. Like, I'm curious to see who actually performs. It was rumored that Chrisette Michelle. Was 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 performing tomorrow because he couldn't find any other respectable Negroes, so <laughs> he he went he went with that. So I don't know, man. I I'm just living up these last few hours um, under Obama administration, and you know, going to probably drink a lot when I get off work tomorrow. So tomorrow how do you feel about uh, the whole thing of um, like guys like Steve Harvey and Kanye West meeting with him? Cause uh, I've seen a lot of shit. I I would I would, um, and I, I think it's probably gonna uh, kind of go into some something something I saw you post. Um, I don't necessarily have the issue with the meeting. I'm always just curious, like what what what's your reasoning for? It? Like, are you going to just coon and you know fucking shuck and jive and eat watermelon with them, or are you gonna do something productive, or are you gonna you know? Uh, have a conversation that's gonna make things happen in the right way. I I just don't. Unfortunately, I don't think that's gonna that's not gonna happen with Kanye and Steve Harvey. Kanye like, what's gonna do? Not you know. Uh, so <laughs> I that's kind of my thoughts. But I just don't. You just want something good to come out of it, but I don't. I can't see it. I don't have hope for it. Uh, my stance on it, you mentioned my post earlier. My post was about um, the folks who say that people are mad solely for 
guys like Steve Harvey and Kanye West just meeting with him. And I don't, I think it's being purpose, purposefully obtuse to say that people are mad just solely off Steve Harvey or Kanye West meeting with him. It, I think it goes beyond that. It's not about talking to him because I, I, I wouldn't give anybody any flack for talking to him. If you sit down in a room with this guy and you're like, you come down with your fucking list of what you think needs to happen as a representative of the black community, I'm not going to be upset about that. My issue with it, and I think this is everybody's issue, is the fact that people come out of this meeting sucking his dick. Like, oh, he's a good guy. He wants what's best for the black community. He wants to do what's best for America. No, he doesn't. Like, I'm not going to sit here and listen to Steve Harvey's fucking mustache tell me that Donald Trump wants what's best for this country when I sat here and watched this piece of shit for the last several months tell me about how fucking uh, Mexicans need to leave, how immigrants don't need to be here, making fun of slow people or disabled people or whatever the fuck. We have receipts for days on how Donald Trump and all his people are complete racist, misogynistic pieces of shit. And you're going to tell me you as Steve Harvey, who's somebody who's been railing against this motherfucker for all this time, sat down with this motherfucker after one conversation. And now all of a sudden he's a good guy. Get the fuck out of here, dog. He offers you a fucking check and or a position, and now you fucking shucking and jiving like a fucking coon. Fuck out of here, dog. Don't tell me you motherfuckers are mad just because he met with him. Like, that's not what it is. The fact that he comes out of the meeting trying to sell us bullshit, and you selling this to the fucking black community. These are people who we know are oppressed by people like him and his supporters and the people in his administration. They oppress people like us. So you're going to come out here and tell me as a black man... You gonna come out here and tell me that he wants what's best for us? Don't fucking lie to me for a check, bitch. Fuck out of here, dog. And, they go, and then you got these fucking high and mighty ass bow tie wearing, cardigan wearing, shucking and jiving fucking Negroes coming out here like, oh, why are you mad that somebody just met with them? Can't we just meet with them? No, bitch. We not just gonna meet with them. It's not about just meeting with them. It's about the fact that we come out of these meetings selling bullshit to our people like we don't know better. We ain't stupid. Don't come out of this meeting telling us that this man was what's best for us when his whole entire campaign was about fucking us over and fucking over everybody who's not white. Like, don't fucking tell me that shit and then expect me to believe that he's out here for us just because you and your fucking three-piece suit and mustache said it, yo nine-time divorced-ass womanizing bitch, and you out here fucking talking about, I'm gonna tell you how to have a better relationship, and you've been divorced 18 times. Uh, fuck out of here, dog. Steve Harvey's a piece of shit. Like, all these people are out of fucking full of shit. And uh, it pisses me off even more is the people who sit there and go, oh, so we can't meet with them now? We can't just talk? Like, don't be obtuse, dog. Don't act like that's all it is. Don't be naive. You know what it is is the fact that Donald Trump needs a black face to be the the Negro representative of his campaign to try to cater toward black people, and he found whatever like soft-shoeing-ass nigga that he could have to be on his campaign that he can give him uh, some money or a spot or a role or whatever, and they come out like, oh, he actually means well. Nah. So I'm going to believe Steve fucking Family Feud Harvey that Donald Trump means well when Donald Trump has been showing us for years that he's a fucking piece of shit. 
And now Steve Harvey has one meeting with him, and all of a sudden he's a good guy. And I'm going to take it on Steve Harvey's word. Who the fuck is Steve Harvey? If Jesse Williams meet with him <laughs> and come out and says, hey, you know what? This guy is okay. I might listen. Am I listening to Steve Harvey? No. Am I listening to Kanye West? He's a fucking rapper. Who gives a fuck what a rapper cares, uh, what a rapper has to say about politics? I don't give a fuck about what a rapper has to say about anything other than selling drugs and fucking. If that's your topic, I will listen to you as a rapper. If your topic (laughs) is about what the president has to do with uh, race relations and all that shit, I don't give a fuck what you have to say. Kanye West is a dude... Who, who, however many years ago, was like, George Bush doesn't care about black people. He was out there. And now he's sitting here like, oh, with his fucking blonde hair, talking about, oh, yeah, uh, I, I think Donald Trump has a blah, 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 blah. I don't give a fuck what Kanye West has to say. He's a fucking rapper. He don't mean shit to me. People who elevate these fucking celebrities like their opinion makes a difference. Who gives a fuck? <clears throat> I don't give a fuck what these ignorant-ass niggas have to say. They don't know anything other than whatever it is that they do that has no real impact on life. Like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, let me take Steve Harvey's opinion serious because he hosts Family Feud. Fuck Steve Harvey. Am I going to listen to what Kanye West has to say because he makes good music? Yeah, Kanye, makes, Kanye West makes good music. Am I going to sit here and be like, Donald Trump's a good guy because Kanye West says so? He's married to a fucking Kim Kardashian. I don't give a fuck about his opinion. Who cares? People need to stop caring about celebrities' opinions. They're dumb as fuck. Celebrities... Basketball players, athletes, whatever, they're all dumb as fuck, but they have mad Twitter followers who suck their dicks so they feel like their opinions matter, but they're all dumb, their opinions don't matter, fuck them all. Let me see somebody who actually cares about the black community, who actually pays attention to politics, who meets with him, and then goes, you know, he has some good points, then I might listen. If you are a politician and you meet with a rapper, all you telling me is that you're just patronizing. You just want to fucking mm-hmm. say like, hey, I need black support and niggas love rappers. So let me get a rapper here to fucking co-sign me. And he probably sat down with Kanye West and was like, hey, man, I can get your Yeezys out there and motherfuckers will buy them. I can give you that fashion deal you've been pining for for the past several years. Oh, OK. Oh, uh, Donald Trump's OK. Fuck Kanye West. I don't give a fuck about what celebrities have to say. Like, that shit is so fucking irritating, dog. Like, man, people talking about, oh, we can't talk to him. No, we can't talk to him. Because everybody who talked to him, one, is not worth a damn. Their opinion don't matter. They don't matter in politics. They don't matter in life. All they matter is their irrelevant-ass shit that they do as a celebrity. Your fucking TV show, your music. None of that shit matters in real life other than entertainment. I'm not going to sit here and be like... I've seen Donald Trump say crazy shit for the past several years. I've seen all his followers come out here talking about fuck black people and hail Hitler and uh, you know let's get all these Mexicans out of here and go. Well, Kanye West said like Kanye West is an authority on anything other than fucking TV whores. Like I don't give a fuck what Kanye West has to say. Only thing I care about Kanye West is if he put out good music. That's it. I don't. And that's people thing. need to stop valuing thing valuing about- celebrities' opinions on shit other than whatever they do. Yeah, I, I, you said it. You took the words right out of my mouth. I think people, be, you know, they want to befriend people so bad is that, you know, that <laughs> shit. It's just totally lost track of that. Yeah, that uh, <laughs> shrug. <laughs> uh, fuck! I had a total book fucking. 
I help you. Celebrities suck, and they don't. Their opinions don't matter, and they're stupid. There you yeah, go. In short. <laughs> so, in short. But yeah, like the. I think that um, moving forward, um, despite everything I just said, I'm not gonna sit here and go. I expect Trump's preg- pregnancy. Why do I keep doing that? I keep saying pregnancy when I mean presidency. I hope his pregnancy. He aborts his pregnancy. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm not gonna say that Trump's presidency is gonna be an F. Like, who knows? I he think, may turn I, out to I, be a good president. I think he's gonna be. If I don't know. It, it, I think he's gonna be. The one of the things I think is gonna happen is that being that you know the Republican Party, is that I think they're gonna be efficient in passing a lot of shit. Oh, just, they definitely will be. And it's just not going to be shit. It's, it's gonna not going to be, you know what I'm saying? Anything people, other people, than a rich white man. Yeah. But, yeah. But I'd say, yeah, 95% chance this is going to be a complete shit show. But I'm not going to rule out the idea that he might be a decent president. Who knows? But I'm not going to take Kanye West or Steve Harvey's word on it because they met with him for an hour. I, I, like, I, could, I'm I couldn't not, bet the house on that one. I these just, are the least reputable people I can think of. Like, I'm not going to list like. Meet with fucking Michael Eric Dyson. Meet with Jesse Williams. Meet with fucking, I don't know, somebody who has How do you been a reaction, true champion how do you think for the, rights. The reaction would have been if it, he would have met with Jesse Jesse Williams. If he met with Jesse Williams and Jesse Williams came out and was like, you know what? He's an okay guy. I think it would be a much more interesting conversation because he's built up his credibility as a supporter of black rights. And you know what? I take I take back black rights. Because Jesse Williams is a supporter of rights. Like saying black Period. rights, it, it doesn't it that what does that mean? Like we want rights, equal rights across the board for everybody. And he wants to get black rights because we generally don't have the rights that everyone else has, but he's a supporter for equality, put it that way. He's he's built up that reputation. So if he came out and was like, you know what? He actually wants to help us, there would be a percentage of people that were like, Okay, well we've lost Jesse Williams. And there will be a percentage of people who are like, you know what? This guy actually has some credibility, so maybe we should give Trump a chance. But if you're only meeting with the host of Family Feud and a rapper, I'm not going to like. I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh, maybe Trump is actually worth a damn. No, I'm not going to listen to that. And I, Jim Brown, I would say, is the strongest uh, case of people who have met with him because Jim Brown has done so much for, for black people, and he's been a strong supporter of of no black rights and whatnot, but um, am I gonna put it past an old nigga to sell out? No, I'm not. I I can't. I can't look at a. I don't know how long they met, but like say they talked with them for an hour. I can't look at an hour long meeting with a celebrity and have that negate all of the facts and proof and visual and audio evidence that I've seen to suggest that he's a piece of shit and everybody in his cabinet is a piece of shit. His supporters are a piece of shit. Like I can't overlook all of the receipts that we have to show that everything affiliated with Donald Trump is fucking trash because Kanye West says so, or because Jim Brown says so, or because Steve Harvey says so anybody I mean, it doesn't. It's, like, it's, these are fucking celebrities. Celebrities do not matter at all. They are complete fucking morons. They don't know shit about anything other than what they do. We hold celebrities' opinions too high. Like they don't mean anything. 
Like, I'm not going to say all of them, because like I said, like I just mentioned Jesse Williams. He's a good guy. Like, but we need to stop acting like celebrities have some sort of like some sort of knowledge or something that we don't know about. Like I mean, they actually it's are sad, like, though, reputable. They, it's, it's, it's sad because they have such a, I'm not going to listen to you cause you hoop. They have a, 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 such a, I guess you call it a, um, following of people that you would figure they would be some kind of an influence if they were a little smarter. You know what I mean? It, it, it's part of like the Twitter generation. It's like, if you have like, uh, if if you're a person and you have um, 500 followers, and then you're the same type of person and you have 50,000 followers, you're gonna have people who recognize that you have 50,000 followers, and they're gonna co-sign you because they want you to retweet them because you have so many followers. And when you're that kind of person with the 50,000 followers, and you get so many people retweeting you because they want your fucking respect or retweets you're gonna feel like you actually know some shit you could say you could be a person with a hundred thousand followers and say the dumbest shit ever but people are gonna co-sign it because they want you to retweet them because you got a lot of followers mm-hmm. and it's kind of the same kind of deal right so you look at celebrities they have quote-unquote followers whether it's twitter followers or just followers in life of what they do as an artist or whatever it is that they do so they're going to have people who are going to dick ride them because they're celebrities. And because of that, they think that they know some shit and it, it's a snowball effect. Like we get the idea in the community that celebrities are actually, their opinions matter and they don't like people like Dave Chappelle made the joke. Like people ask about Ja Rule, asking Ja Rule about nine 11. Like, where is Ja? Like, Oh, what does Ja think about this? <laughs> that That's what it is. It's like, people act like, because celebrities have a lot of followers or a lot of people who support them or retweet them or whatever, that their opinions are worth something and they're worth nothing, like nothing. Like I will Kanye West opinion matters. If I want to ask about a beat, like how do you do this with the drums and all that shit? Then Kanye West opinion matter. If I want to ask him about marketing my fucking shoes that look like socks, I can ask Kanye West about that. You know, if I want to ask Kanye West about, uh, you know, making a new song or some shit like that, that's something Kanye West I'll ask about. But if Kanye West comes out and says Donald Trump's a good guy, I'm not going to be like, oh, well, he must be right because it's Kanye West. That don't mean shit. He don't know nothing about – he don't know nothing. Like, that's not his area of expertise. His area of expertise is fucking bimbos with big booties. That's his fucking area of expertise. If I want to know about fucking big booty bitches who don't know shit – I can ask Kanye West. If I want to know about uh, education policies, I'm not going to ask Kanye West. So if Kanye West comes out and says Donald Trump's a good guy, I'm going to be like, okay, well, Donald, uh, Kanye West don't know shit, so why do I care? But a lot of people fucking act like celebrities know shit, and they don't. Their opinions are worthless. Worthless. Who cares? But he's out here fucking getting people like, like them to meet with him and come out and say, oh, he's a okay guy. Like, I'm not going to let Kanye West tell me that Donald Trump is an okay guy in the face of overwhelming evidence that he's a piece of shit. Like, I'm just not. He's not even remotely valuable enough to to take that seriously. So I feel like moving forward, we need to take Donald Trump and his administration at what they do. We can't sit here and look at what celebrities say because celebrities are idiots. Who, Who cares? 
So look at what he says and does and move from there. As far as the inauguration goes, um, I'm expecting it to be a live clan rally and I'm interested in watching that. Like that interests me. I mean, I just want to see a couch on fire just in the middle. I want to see some hell Hitlers. If I don't see if I don't see hell Hitlers, I'm going to be disappointed cuz that's what I want to see. I'm expecting to watch what I what I always said is I want to see a clan rally from from safe from safety. Like I can sit at work. I'm going to be at work at 11:30 tomorrow morning. I want to watch a clan rally on my phone at work in safety. And I feel like that's what's going to happen. I want to see some hell Hitlers. I want to see um D-list performers. I want to see um protesters. I want to see you all that. Yeah, I want. I, that's what I want to see. I wanted to be a, a. I wanted to be fucking Barnum and Bailey's or whatever. Fuck. What's the fucking circus people? Is it Barnum? Barnum and something? Barnum and Bailey. I said yeah. Barnum and Bailey. I don't are, know. And aren't they closing? I don't know. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but I want to see. I want to see a circus show. I want that shit to be completely ridiculous. And I want to be able to watch that safely. Because I feel like if you there and you're black, you could end up dead. So I. <laughs> I don't want to be there. But I feel like it's 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 gonna be the closest thing that we will see to a Klan rally in the past however many years is the last Klan rally. <laughs> yeah, I think I really think it's gonna be a shit show tomorrow. I do too, and I I, I I look forward to watching it. And I don't get the people who are like, "Well, I'm not gonna watch that shit." Like you're somehow gonna like add to like non-existent ratings or something like that. Like you're not a Nielsen household. Nobody gives a fuck what you're watching, asshole. Just like just. Fucking watch the shit or don't watch it, but don't make it seem like if you watch it, it somehow is going to make him a a more valid president or something. Like, people are going to be like, well, nobody respected him as a president, but Shaniqua Holmes from Detroit watched it, and uh, that boosted the ratings up, so now he's a valid president. Nobody gives a fuck what you're watching. <laughs> like, just get off your high horse and either watch it or don't, but don't make it seem like you're somehow better because you're not going to watch it. Like, oh, I'm not going to watch that shit. I know initially I wasn't, but I was like, it's not going to do shit. It don't matter. It's it not. Matter. It's not like you watching is going to improve happen. ratings or something. Right. And even if it did, who cares? It's not like. It's not like if the ratings are 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 bad, he's not going to be president anymore. Like he's going to be president regardless, and we got a deal. So, fucking watch if you want to watch it. Like, don't act like if you don't watch it, he's not going to be president or something. Or like if you watch it, it's going to make him super president because he's got good ratings or something. You're not a Nielsen household. No one cares if you're watching it. He's not going to be extra president because you watched it <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter there's no it doesn't matter whether you watch it or not so if you want to watch it watch if you don't don't but i'm gonna watch it because i feel like it's gonna be a shit show and i like watching disasters yeah it's like I, watching a fucking car crash find online and kind of stream it in the background or something yeah uh, why not yeah why not uh, whatever it'll be entertaining so um i guess before we wrap up um i have a <laughs> I have a random thing that I kind of wanted to discuss, right? So I had a friend who posted a math question on Facebook. You know, a lot of people post like math questions and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So he posted a math question and reading the question, um, the first few answers that people posted got it wrong. And I posted and I knew I was right before I posted because if I wasn't sure, I wouldn't post anything. And I posted the right answer. And then after me, a good 10 to 15 people responded. After me, of those 10 to 15 people, the vast majority had the, posted the right answer. And then there was a handful that didn't. 
And I kind of sat there. I was like, if you posted after me, after my verified ass right answer, because I explained my answer, like, why would you even post at that point? Because if you post the right answer after me, there's no way to really verify that you actually calculated the right answer on your own. You could have just copied me like, oh, okay, that's what it is. So I'm just going to say it too. And then if you post the wrong answer, that shows that you just didn't read the comments. Like you just like, now you all, you don't know math and you didn't read the comments and just post it anyway. So what's your like question for it? My question is that if you were to see a, uh, I guess complex math question, do you read the comments? Hmm? Do you read the comments? Yeah. That's it. Because, like, if, if it was me and I came across after the fact and I saw a list of comments, I would read the comments because even if I calculated the right answer, if the right answer is already posted in the comments, I'm not going to feel like I'm the person who got the right answer because I'm like, well, somebody already posted the right answer, so there's no point in me piggybacking off them like oh yeah this is the answer too like because who knows if i calculated it right or if i just answered after the last person and then if and then if you don't read the comments and you post the wrong answer after somebody already posted the right answer now you look even dumber because like now not only are you wrong but you're wrong after somebody already told you what the answer is so like i read the comments i'm just like okay if, if somebody already posted the right answer i'm not gonna say shit and if somebody didn't post the right answer, then I will. Wait, I don't know if this is one of your somebody you knew. Uh, did you see somebody who did like the order operation? It was a question. Yeah, that shit pops up on my timeline every now and then. I hate that shit though. I, I, I it was like a thread of, and I was getting notifications for like days, dude. People will are will argue the order of operations like it's not set in stone. It's like there's not a defined a order of operations. Like it's called order of operations. It's a thing. <laughs> we're like, no, 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 you do this first. Like, that's that's not that's not how math works. So I avoid order of operations questions 100% of the time because you're going to have all different kinds of answers I from all different, as if I there's not a defined. I'll never do it again. Like, no, don't ever. ever do that shit, dog. It's, like, it's ridiculous. Like, ever. I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah. The thing that, the thing that I saw was not an order of operations thing. It was kind of like, it was I would say it was kind of a trick question for the most part. Uh, you don't have to know math well to do it. You just have to be paying very good attention. So if you if you if you if you have a knee jerk reaction and you just like oh this is the answer, then you you fucked up because you didn't think it through enough because it's a little bit deeper than that. So it's not like you can know the oh, most okay. basic of math and do it. You just can't uh, underthink it. Cause there's it, it's 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 deeper than the surface level, um, but my whole thing about it was the idea of people who post after the person who who posted the right answer, cause then it's like what's the point at that point? You either didn't read the comments or you're piggybacking off the right answer. Cause if you calculate the right answer on your own after somebody already posted the right answer, what's the point? And then I saw somebody who um, posted the right answer after me. And then uh, earlier in the thread, uh, the person who posted the um, who who did the original post explained how you arrive at the right answer. And people still was no even worse. The person who um, 
posted the right answer later, copied and pasted his explanation of how to arrive at the right answer. And then he commented like, good job. Like, did you not notice that she copied and pasted your shit? Like, she didn't arrive at this answer, dog. Like, so not only did she answer after me with my explanation, she copied and pasted your explanation. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like I, I wish people totally would stay confused. away from math. Yeah. Like, just stay away from math. Like, if you don't know math, <laughs> just stay away from it. If you if you can't do, like, what, what's it, like, word problems or whatever that revolve around math, the ones where they tell a story and you got to figure out the math and shit like that, if you can't do that, just don't. Just don't. Don't embarrass yourself. Don't give the wrong answer. Don't copy somebody else's answer. Don't copy and paste their explanation. Just, just move on. Just keep scrolling. Why is keep scrolling so hard? People don't have self-control. I was like, why is there 15 answers after me and they are all either the same answer as me or wrong? Like, if you if you wrong after me, then you really fucked up because now you didn't read the comments. So now you went through the whole process of trying to figure out the problem when the answer was right there. And you just fucking it's like, yeah, I'm not reading the comments. I'm just going to post this wrong answer. And if you post the right answer. Who knows if you calculated it right or not? Like, did you do it right or did you just like, oh, yeah, he's right. So I'm just going to add my shit and try to get internet props. Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> People care about internet props. I, I don't I don't get it. Yeah, get your followers up. All of yeah. them. Yeah. The Thank only you. reason, the only reason I even commented was because the couple of people ahead of me were so close. Like they just missed they just missed like a small part. Like they had their minds were in the right place. And I was like, nope, you forgot this one thing. <laughs> and and that was it. But like if it wasn't for that, I would have left it alone. Cause it was like they were so close and I was like, I gotta say something. But like the people who commented after me, I'm like, how are you gonna have ten comments after me saying the same shit as me? Like I'm not gonna believe you. I just like you just copy me. But yeah, I, I just thought that was weird. Like interesting, I guess, the idea of uh people who where they post those math problems and shit. Like once somebody gets it right, I feel like there shouldn't be no comments after that. Cause what does it matter? You either copy them or you didn't read the comments or you're wrong despite both of those things, which is even worse. Yeah, in most cases it's the latter. Yeah, just wrong as hell. Wrong as all hell. <laughs> so let's wrap up by um I guess giving our thoughts on uh, what the country's going to look like. Like, um, what's going to happen? Is I think, it? I think this first six months is going to be a shit show. Like, like, let's look, like, like, just reflect on the fact that the entirety of our podcast and for a large portion of our adulthood, uh, Barack Obama's been president. And now it's over. Zit. No more Barack Obama's president. And now we've got fucking Cheeto Donald Trump. And I, mean, I think it's the it's it's this is it. The realization is really setting in. I you know When did it set in for you? I can cite a specific moment where it set in for me. For me, I it actually was like I think it was fuck. It was a day or two ago. Mm-hmm. It, that it was just like Yeah, we really about to be fucked like he's done dude. <laughs> was there a specific instance no, like of oh, this thing happened and i was no, I like man i, was, this I think real. i was just reading through twitter i was like scrolling through twitter and you know articles and stuff and i was just like damn 
oh yeah, we really have to be out. We really about to be without Barack. Like it was just, I don't, I don't know what the actual moment was, but I'm assuming you probably have a better. <laughs> Feeling like I'm that. losing my voice again, yelling about probably fucking are. Trump from the last, uh, from earlier in this episode. But um, yeah, my moment was during his uh, Obama's last press conference yesterday. Um, he was wrapping up and he called on a reporter and was like, yeah, she's been covering me since I was a senator in, in Illinois and blah, blah, blah. So I think it's only fitting that she get the last question of my presidency. And that like, that's what did it. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, this is really real. Like, this is literally, this is literally it. He just mentioned this is the last question of his presidency. And then he said, he answered the question and he said something like, I don't remember what it was. Uh, I, it was, you know, God bless America and blah, blah, blah. Out. No, yeah. it was like, God bless America. And he just left. And I was like, that's it. This is it. This is it. So-and-so yeah. got the last question. The, the, can you imagine getting the last question of his presidency? Like, this is the last question. Here's your question. And I'm out. And that's it. No, no more me. No more. And that's what it said in for me. I'm like, that's it. He's gone. Like, he walked away. And I was like, that's it. <laughs> that's it yeah i think and that was like it was that was humbling because like I, i've um my wife said that I, I i gave him a c minus grade last week i don't i don't think i said that i think I, i've always said that i mean we can run it back at some point but i said i've always give him like a c slash b minus kind of like presidency like slightly above average for a number of reasons but um Despite what grade I would give him, my grade of him is largely based upon the fact that I felt like the aspects of him being a black president, um, he could have done better. I felt like he lost a lot of ground by trying to play both sides of the aisle when Republicans made it perfectly clear that anything tied to him, they were going to be against and they never wavered on that over eight years. Like, everything that he proposed, they were like, fuck that. It could have been the Obama plan for helping Republicans get richer. And they would have been like, fuck that. I'm not doing no Obama plan. I don't care if it's going to put more money in my butt. Like, they, anything that was Obama, they were like, fuck it. And he was steadfast in his desire to try to work across the aisle, which is admirable, but foolish. And I felt like we lost a lot of ground in areas that could have been better if he had um, been a little bit less uh, wavering. I feel like his uh, the well, I'm I'm not gonna go too far into it, but that's my point is that I like he could have he could have done better if he had not been so not had such a strong desire to work across the aisle. But having said that, um, we spent eight years with a guy who had. No scandals. None. None. No scandals. None whatsoever. I, I like, think the only thing that came close was, uh, what was that reverend from Chicago? Uh, Jeremiah Jeremiah Wright? Wright, yeah. That was about as close as it got. And that and wasn't even, even then, him. That was like him. Jeremiah Wright shit. Like, so, you look at, uh, like, uh, Bush Jr., he had his fucking, uh, how he handled uh, 9-11, how he handled Hurricane Katrina. Like, these were, like, huge, huge black marks on his presidency. 
Like he's just sitting there reading the book and shit. Nine eleven happened. Oh, let me finish this chapter. Like, like, like everything was like he, he had like a ton of black marks in his career. You have like, uh, high high ranking politicians who have had all kinds of like, uh, homosexual um controversies. Like, hey, uh, fuck these gay people, and then it turns out that they were like, fucking doing toe touch time with motherfuckers in bathroom stalls and shit like that. Like, you know, that kind of shit popping off. Um, like John Edwards fucking cheating on his fucking cancer wife. You have like all the fucking infidelity that happens in politics, all that shit. It's like Barack Obama was clean as fuck, like pure white, no fucking scandals, uh, tied to him in eight years. Amazing. You have the fact that he is easily the, uh, most charismatic and well-spoken president that we've seen in our lifetime. Um, you have the fact that, um, he was inherently good. Like, even if I can criticize the fact that I felt like he, I, I guess, I guess you could say that my harshest criticism toward him was that he was too good. He, he wasn't hard enough. Um, so, looking back, I can offer my criticisms, but at the same time, he is still easily the best president of my life. And like to, to see that leave and be replaced with somebody like a fucking reality star, like fucking like slap in the face to, to fucking to, to the people here. Like Donald Trump has had more, um, uh, controversy and um, just like just like bad shit pop up from him, pop up regarding him in the news just during his campaign. Right. More more shit in his campaign than Obama had in eight years. Like he's talking about grabbing pussies and Obama's and people is fucking like, squeaky clean and, and over eight years. Still like. Cool. He'd be yeah, right. cool. Yeah, he's, he's not. He's, he's not a politician. So he's he'd fine. Be good. Yeah, he's fine. And yeah, uh, let's let's put all his fucking flunkies in in fucking Congress and shit like that, and give them high ranking positions and shit. When Obama has been squeaky clean the past eight years, like nothing. Like how does that even happen? Eight years with nothing, nothing. Not even a rumor. Like there's a rumor that Barack Obama might have cheated on. Like nothing. Not even a rumor about this man over eight years. Donald Trump's been more controversial in 